you want basketball, we got you. What about plays on the turf? We got you covered. Or maybe even a knock right out of the park. We give you our takes on the latest sports news, music, and anything trending around the world. You are now in the clutch with Nia and Malik. What's going on, guys? We are back in the Clutch Pod live, episode live. 11. We are live. Neil, what's going on? What's going on, Malik Brown? Oh. I, I'm good. How are you? Man, living life, living life. Can't complain. Yeah. Can't yeah, complain. I mean, you know, just another day in quarantine. Right. Quarantine, yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. But uh, you know, every time we go live, man, it seems like we got a guest. So, Nia, a fun please. guest, a fun guest, yes, a fun guest. So, Nia, please let the people know who's with us today. Man, we got James with us today. James, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. James, tell us what you do because you know we always have fun special guests coming on. So, of course, we appreciate you. But just tell us a little bit about what you do and why we brought you on today. Awesome. So uh, professionally, I'm a law librarian here in Prince George's County. I'm working inside of Prince George's County Jail. But my entrepreneur life, I'm a card game creator. And I create the card game Couple Up, which is my baby right here, which is a card game I created to essentially see how well you know somebody. And what I really want to focus on in particular are deep and intimate questions, not super surface level stuff. So we talk about money. We talk about politics. We talk about trust, love languages, all the things that are essential to a healthy relationship. And what I noticed is a lot of people, especially like my age, millennials, we don't really ask those kind of questions. We're, like I said, very service level. Like, what's your favorite color? What you like to do on Saturday nights after the club? Whatever the case may be. So I'm like, I want to focus on things that are actually going to matter so that the relationship in the long run can be as healthy as possible. And you know what you're getting yourself into. That's dope. That's cool. That's cool. So really, like, how did it all start? What motivated you to just start this game? Money. Say no. Nah. Um, <laughs> 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 what it really was, um, so my girl, she loves conversation. Like, she's she's with all the tough stuff. Me, I kind of just shy away from it. I'm like, look, we'll deal with it later. I don't want to talk about it. And so I had to come up with a way that was, like, a fun way to me, for me to actually express how I felt about certain topics. So I'm like, games are fun. I love card games, love board games. I have like a million of them at the crib. So I'm like, let me just make my own and see if that makes it a little easier for me to talk about it. And it must a group because I know other people have this kind of problem as well. Right. So that's how it came about. But as I noticed, when I gave it to my friends, they was like, yo, put a little more effort into this and like sell this. Like these questions are bomb. And in the setting, it was the way the game works. is like, it's a fun party game. Like no one feels awkward. I ain't breaking nobody up. Like people always come together more after the game is played through the conversations that are going on during the game. So that's how it started. I just need a way to make it easier for myself to have the conversation. And now see everyone else is having an open and honest conversation and having fun with it. You know, it's interesting because when I was reading, I saw that because I immediately thought, okay, this is for couples. So huh, I'm out of the equation, but it was cool to go and see that it can be for friendships, just any type of relationship, not just, you know, couples. So I right. like that you implemented that in, um, which is really cool because now, 
it can be available for anyone, you know, um, whether if you're at a party and it's a group of friends, you know, you guys are hanging out, you want to do something. Um, but no, I think that's really, really dope. Yeah, like we just got to know who we're surrounding ourselves with. Right. Like, I get asked that question all the time. I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Why am I playing a game? Yeah. I'm like, well, this couple up is essentially for the single people. This is the pretest before you actually get coupled up. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure I'm, I know this guy. I know this woman, what she's into, what she's willing to do, what are her expectations of me. All those good kind of things come up throughout playing the game. So before you get with them, make it official, put the ring on it, make it boot, whatever the case may be, play this game first and don't waste your time because I hate when someone hits me with the, I was with my girl for six months. We play the game. I find that she believes in X, Y, and Z. She don't do this, that, and the third. And it's like, yeah, let me go ahead and pack my bags and roll before I put too much time into this. Like, we can eliminate a lot of things if we just, if we just ask the questions. But we don't want to because we don't want the conversation. We just rather wait 10, 20 years. Now I find out I'm sleeping with a stranger. Mm -hmm. I don't want that for y'all. Like, get that right. shit away now. I would be, yo, I hear horror stories. I'm like, oh, my. Uh, you should have been on this. Like I had a lady, they were they were pregnant, like eight months pregnant. And the question came out about religion. And of course, mm. that's a, a big topic for some people. She wanted to be raised a Christian, and then the guy said like Buddhist or something like that. And it was a whole clash. I'm like, I'm gonna head out. This ain't what wow. I'm <laughs> that is crazy. But again, I'm like, that's something I think you would talk about, like, you know, per parental styles, you know, maybe talk about what kind of school you want your kids to attend. Yeah. If you're going through that process of making a child, like, I want to at least have this mapped out to some degree how I want to go about things. So that's the stuff that I think about, you know, so I just try to give it to the world. Man, that is crazy. It, it, it really shows you that communication is probably one of the biggest things into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I know you talked about this game isn't just for a uh, couple. So. Do you get more couples than maybe single people that play this game? Like, how was the, you know, how was it? It's definitely more singles that buy it. And I only know that because I do surveys, um, you know, email, text messaging. And I ask people, like, what is your status? And I, bro, I would say, like, 70% are single. And wow. probably 90% are women that buy it. Like, fellas don't buy my game. I ain't mad. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like, but I hear dudes come all the time, like, bro, my girl want me to play the game again. Like, I like the conversation, but I won't be all open or whatever. But we gotta get rid of that. It's it's mm. like not manly to be open. We gotta get rid of that crap like that. Mm -hmm. But most of them is single women that buy the game. They'll play with their girlfriends, play with their boyfriends or side boo, whatever their entanglement situation may be. <laughs> you know, that's our word, bro. I'm gonna use that word. word of the month. The word of the year. <laughs> word of the year, bro. Word of the year. You know, and, and since you you brought that up, um, you know, and, and this is for question for either of you because you guys are men and we talk about toxic masculinity all the time and how it's just been glorified especially in our generation so for you both because you both are in you know committed relationships just talk about dealing with toxic masculinity and stuff like that and how it can affect a relationship oh, man um, go ahead james a lot of stuff that we go through in life it's a process of unlearning and relearning like mm -hmm. we've been taught boys don't cry don't show no emotion, super tough, like you don't need no help from nobody. It's like, bro, that's not that's not how people work. <laughs> like we all need right. assistance in some form or fashion. So I just mm -hmm. think you just kind of gotta remove the stuff that you heard when you were younger and just learn like how people actually work and what you need as a person to survive. Because taking on all that burden stuff is not always good for your mental. And obviously yeah. that seeps into the um, romantic relationship. Yeah, I feel like it really all starts with like social media. Social media has built mm -hmm. people to just like, 
be somebody that they're not and people on social media think they know everything about relationships and they think everything works for everything works the same for everybody else's relationship but it doesn't like as far as i know like just learning from being open with your partner and just expressing how you feel it goes seriously like it goes a long way instead of just hiding stuff and thinking that you're tough or whatnot and holding things back it it doesn't get you anywhere and it, it hurts the relationship honestly to me it sucks and, and i just hate, and i hate that it takes for us to be this old like i said i'm, I'm 27 but i got kids that are 18 19 20 they like nah i still gotta be this macho guy like nothing uh -huh. i'm like bro i promise you it's gonna kill you in the long run like i don't yeah. want you to be that way like again this unlearn relearn that i get from my um this guy named Derek gracie talk about that all the time so just certain things that we learn as we're growing up as, as young boys we just got to kind of get that out of our head before it gets too like it gets too late right right nice. so as far as the game like what kind of questions are you out here offering? Like, are these like what kind of hard hitting questions you got going on in this game that's that's opening up these relationships and making them better? So, to me, there. Well, I was say, let me say this. So again, I think some of the pillars of a effective relationship, the conversations that need to be had are money, loyalty, trust, and of course, sex. Mm -hmm. Because you believe it or not, sex is a part of a relationship. You know, it may degree on a level of uh importance to some people but it's, it's still something that's a part of it so i talk about questions like money those are like the most hard-hitting questions for some people yeah. that's what we don't like to talk about especially if we don't make a lot of money we don't want us to other to know that so we'll just you know or we're like buy so much they just think we got it so they'll never gotta ask do we got it so well, i see you got the balenciagas i see you got the gucci like i know he got money so we just don't need to talk about it but th i think those are the most hard-hitting questions um definitely when it comes to kids i ask a lot about you know, how many do you want? At what age do you think it's good to have children? Um, so those are the kind of things that make people really sit down and think because those are important decisions. Like we just lay down and make a kid and think they're going to raise themselves. Like, nah, bro, this is a process. Yeah. Like, what are your parenting skills like? You know, and I see money can go into that because if you had horrible money skills, kids are just bills. That's what I know. I got nephew, nephew, they ain't never bills. Whenever I see them, <laughs> my brother spending something else with them. So those are things um, I said, like we talk about, even politics, like we were talking about earlier. I got to know where you stand on that. Those are uh -huh. tough questions for some mm -hmm. people because um, you only got to be Democrat, Republican. It could be like, um, why don't, I don't really care too much for the Black Lives Matter movement. And you black, right? But your girl may be like, hold up. That's not, you're not into that at all. Like, what do you care about? And you'll yeah. name something that you don't care about. I was like, hold up. All right, our, our ide ideologies are completely whack. Like, and that's what I talk about in my new expansion pack, um, the Who You With pack that I just got today, actually. Like, the jump just came up. I'm super excited. Okay. I got 18 Wait. questions just talking about everything that that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. wow. So we talk about gentrification. How do you nice. feel about that? How do you feel about generational wealth? Um, wow. Just obviously, again, like what side of the aisle are you on when it comes to certain situations? Like obviously police brutality, systematic racism, all that kind of stuff. Like we had to have those conversations. So I need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yep. these first date questions are completely different now. For me, <laughs> anyway, even though I'm not dating anymore, but they will be completely different now as opposed to the what you like to eat, favorite color, super bland stuff. Basic I, stuff. I gotta get it. Yeah. I gotta get it. I'll, I'll figure that out stuff out, but I need this right now. Right. Mm. Wow. 
That's, that's lit for that real. That is lit. Wow, this is this is a dope. Right. Uh, it's a dope concept. Like yeah. you really mm-hmm. thought outside the box with that. And those are important questions that we need to ask because, um, just like you said earlier about the young woman who was in a relationship and she was pregnant with a child, and now they have some controversy between religion and, of course, it's probably about okay, is my child going to believe in this, or is my child mm-hmm. going to practice this? And so that's where the friction lies, and then that's when just relationships don't work out. So um, I think we kind of forget that when it comes to dating is trying to understand what's someone's way of thinking. Yeah, you may look good. Um, We may have some other things in common, but when it comes to serious, like serious, serious stuff about just life and, you know, how you're going to bring your kids into this world or what you believe in is really, really important. And I think um, we kind of forget that because we want to rush now. We glorify yep. and see things on social media and we're like, oh, okay, I talked to someone now, boom, we're in a relationship and you really don't know how this person thinks. Mm-hmm. So right. I think that's a, yeah, yeah, I think that's an amazing concept um, and a really great idea because again, that is like an icebreaker for whether if we're going to continue on uh, a relationship or are we just going to be friends? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the way it's broken down, like I said, it's not uh, every card is not the same. So it's four different uh, colors, four different categories. Okay. You got the complete me cards, which is like, can you complete my sentences? Have you been around that long? You know what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Me, my girl, just not figuring that out. Like I can kind of finish what she about to say now on something. She's getting kind of weirded out. I'm like, that's just how it works, though. Yeah. Then we got the black cards that are like scenario based cards, but I don't give you, um, I don't give you the option. So one question that was really touching during this pandemic time was, if I lost my job. Um, and couldn't pay for everything, what is the one thing I would refuse to give up? So I always ask people when they're playing the game, think about why I put that question in the game. Like, what message are you, are you supposed to get across on that? So with that one, I'm trying to figure out what is of importance to you financially. Obviously, this, this crisis is going on. People are losing jobs, but yet I still see people spending absurd amounts of money on things that don't bring in any kind of revenue. Uh-huh. No kind of assets, straight liabilities. So I got a partner that I know is going to Again, pay for the Gucci, Balenciaga, whatever the case may be, before something that's really needed, like our rent, gas, like all that kind of stuff. Then I'm like, hold up, I can't, I can't do this. You're financially irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Like you don't care about mm-hmm. the important things in life. So those are kind, mm-hmm. those are kind of questions that again we need to talk about and figure out what's on their priority list in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, um, the packs, like as far as you know, you have the financial uh, questions and then the pro- political questions. I know. Those may be geared towards maybe like an older group of people, maybe people that are about to get married or maybe in their late 20s or whatever. But um, do you have anything like as far as for like maybe a 17 year old that's trying to get in a relationship or 18 year old? Like, it, it, is that kind of uh, do you have that kind of versatility with your with your game? Yeah, no. So honestly, um, I went to a high school out here called Sula High School. Joseph County, that was the first group of kids that I tested because at first I was like, um, when I put the 80s on the box, I said 18 and up. I'm like, wait, but I only know teenagers will play this, so do I want to put 18 and up? Do I want to put another range? But they did love the game. A couple of them was like, man, I don't, I don't want to answer this, but I put it to the side, like, yo, why did you want to answer that? It was like, well, I don't really know how I feel about it. That's good, right? Because this game is super self reflective because now I'm going to make you think, I'm gonna make you yeah. use your head, like, why do you feel some kind of way about this question? Like, take some time to yourself and, and learn yourself. That's another thing we don't do um, before we get into a relationship. We don't learn mm-hmm. ourselves. Uh-huh. We expect our partner mm-hmm. to bring out everything in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I ain't depending on her to bring it up. I already know who I am. Now, some things I'm a little still weird on that she'll bring it up. But me personally, I kind of know myself, you know, overall for the most part. 
But not yeah. kids. Teenagers do um they do understand the game. Um they say they like it better in a group setting. Whereas I had some adults that did say they like it better when it's just them, their significant other. Mm-hmm. But you know, it all varies depending on what kind of person you are. Are you more active, have more conversation in groups or mm-hmm. independently? But for the most part, I say most people it's more it's more intimate when it's just them two, but the game is more fun when it's in a group because I get to hear all my friends' answers and see how they think and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you into this. Especially with, especially with the sex pack. Bro, the sex pack. <laughs> I'd be like, hold luck. Meanwhile, all y'all need to start with. <laughs> but again, that's an important part. I need to know if my partner's willing and not willing to do sexually. Again, what are their interests? Like, mm-hmm. we can't just act, we can't be messing with the same girl or our current girl, the same we did our last girl. Uh-huh. You know, like they may not like the same thing, so you can't yeah. be mm-hmm. I'm gonna treat you the same way I treated her. That's all y'all the same work. Like, nah, that ain't. That's not how it works, bro. Yeah. That's real. So you, this is very you pretty much put this idea into perspective and got it out um, in 2018. Talk about the growth, how it's been for these past two years for you, and just and just growing this game and thinking of different ideas and just trying to get yourself out there and course couple up Ugh, painful this whole entrepreneurship <laughs> game is painful but mm-hmm. it is such a learning experience though and I, I wouldn't trade it for for anything else like i'll see the financial piece you got to spend money to make money but mm-hmm. i think the biggest thing that i had to learn is how to continue moving on when you don't get the results that you want immediately mm-hmm. so i'll see being this part of this millennial generation we grew up with computers we have literally computers in our hand in our phones Right. And so if I put like a post on Instagram, I thought it was a really dope post, like a really great piece of content. And I ain't getting no order that day. I'm like, hold on, Instagram bugging. Like they ain't mm-hmm. show my jump today. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? But I had to learn. And this is something I tell anyone that wants to start any kind of business. You can't control. You can't always control that someone's going to buy your product or service, but you can always control the amount of work that you put in mm-hmm. to get them to buy the product or service. Uh-huh. So what I'm starting to do now is just like I have a checklist. So every day. I need to contact at least two people, see if I get on the podcast, make one post about X, Y, and Z, prepare something. So once I run through that list, I don't care if I didn't get an order, but I know I did the steps that are necessary right. to maybe get the order tomorrow or the next day. So that was probably the biggest thing I had to um, go through, just dealing with people, you know, not buying the game when I thought they were supposed to buy it. But again, that's something that I'm learning to, to deal with. And also just understanding that everyone's not going to see your vision and that's mm-hmm. okay. Like when I said I'm making a card game, it was like, bro, the Target got a million card games on the shelves. Like, what, what, what's gonna be different with yours? I'm like, bro, bro, they also got 30 loaves of bread. Right. You ain't tell them. <laughs> you ain't tell them to not make that bread. Like, don't tell me that. But um, again, those are people that are in the circle that you gotta get about it. In, you know, once they start putting that yeah. kind of negativity in your head. But um, yeah, just double down on your vision because literally the sky's the limit. Like I, you hear that all the time, but like uh-huh. seriously. Actually, there ain't no limit. There ain't no limit. Whatever you right. want to do, you had to take that first step, though. And again, that's another hard part. People, we're so worried about what our friends are gonna say. Uh-huh. Um, I I used to also worry about social media. If I post on social media, and um, let's say it just didn't go right, like um, I had a pop up game night one time. I had not one person show. Actually, no, I lied. One of my high school mentees showed up. And I'm over here just talking to him. We not even playing the game no more. Yeah. But, like my whole purpose was to play the game. So I'm like, I gotta take this post down. This jump was trash. But I'm like, why do I really care? Like, who, who really cares what they're gonna think? As long as I know I'm putting in the work mm-hmm. to get the game where I know it wants to be, which is you know ultimately in stores. Like, I want this to be a household name. Yeah. Like we have a 
bunch of other games that are in our homes. Like whenever somebody come by, you know they're gonna have this in it. This is what I want this game to be. So right. I'm trying to put in that word right now. So years later, I don't care how many it takes, the game gonna work. I already put my money into it. Mm-hmm. I done put my creative juices into it. Like this game gonna work, it's gonna work. You feel me? That's how I see it. That's that would have been a couple of the challenges. But it's all, you know, it starts with that mindset shift. You gotta be in there for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And once you can get that and then get around the right kind of people that are gonna check you. When you start to be like, oh, I ain't selling enough, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, cut, cut that. Cut that. Yeah. So let's get back to work. Like, right. Part of the process. I, I come to your pity party, but I'm not staying for long. Like, <laughs> right. Thanks. So, so let's talk about, talk about the support that you've gotten. Because I know you mm-hmm. talked a lot about friends and, you know, support might not be there. But how, how does that help you keep going? How does that support help you keep going and keep doing what you're doing with this game? Mm-hmm. So... Um, I always hear the fact that people always say, your friends are going to support you. Strangers are going to do that. I ain't never had, um, I think, I can't name that one person that I truly consider a friend. Not just like an acquaintance or a coworker, like a true friend. They have all supported in some shape, form, or fashion. Whether mm-hmm. that's sharing a post, um, giving me some engagement under my post. Because that's support as well. Um, you know, buying the product, recommending it, all those mm-hmm. kind of things. So um, that kind of support, it just lets you know that you do have a group of people around you that are here for you. And it's just, it's a good feeling to have. Like, I would hate to be one of those people that none of their friends supported. Because now I'm looking at all my friends like, what is it? What's up with y'all? Like, y'all not, yeah. y'all not happy for me? Like, but then I understand one of my, um, my friends told me this. He was like, some people only respect you at the level at which they met you. Mm. And they touched my soul. I was like, wow. that sounds like, like a, a word from a pack right. or something. I was like, that's I'm like, tough. Who told you that? Like, somebody told you, you're really thinking that to yourself. But it, it did hit me, though. I'm like, some people just don't want to see you, bro. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's real. Time, so I, I have nothing but great friends that want to pour mm-hmm. into me in any shape or form possible. Like a lot of them, like when I had the original uh, prototypes of the game, some of the questions were kind of trash. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh-huh. It was like, nah, just revert this a little bit or put this right. in this category, yeah. something like that. They had to do that, but they chose to put their creative juices into my vision because when I asked for help and they're my friend, they truly right. want to see this be as big mm-hmm. as you know as I want it to be, which is again a household name. In everyone's home, so I have nothing but love and respect for all my friends that have poured into this. Like that's what friends do. Like if you can't support me in some kind of way, I'm not even saying bye. Like I get it. Right. Everyone may not like card games. I'm not tripping off that. I got friends uh, that make all kind of things. I'm like I'm, I'm not really in the in the need for that, but I'm gonna share it with like right. 20 of the people that I know do uh-huh. that is support and it don't cost a dime. But again, we they only respect you at the level which they met you. Right. That whole thing is gonna hit a lot of it. Might go over some people's heads, but uh, that just struck me in my heart. That's hard to yeah. yeah. It just struck me. For <laughs> <Boy>, real. <laughs> so just being a black creative and right now, um, how we are having a shift in our world right now, and now they're highlighting, you know, black creators and people who make you know different things you know just creatives period but um people of color in particular talk about how you can take advantage of the opportunities that are out there for black creatives right now to get more exposure for their businesses and of course uh whatever else can help benefit you to grow a couple up um first and foremost always be professional um, mm-hmm. I know there's this stigma around like black businesses are ghetto or not, we're not professional, all that good stuff. Like that's not the case at all. Like there, of course, there are gonna be a few bad apples in anything that you do. 
So don't just come thinking every black business you deal with is going to treat you X, Y, Z. We're always going to give a discount. But I just say stand your ground to your price, your service, whatever it is. Always be professional like you would expect from anybody else. And I stress collaboration so much. Because like I said, a lot of times we do things that are desperate to our own business because we don't want to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Like somebody may have enough, let's say like I have like a subscription box or something. And I'm trying to create something to go in that box, but I just can't do it. Like for whatever, it's just not working. But I have a friend that does it and they do it well. Let's work out some kind of deal. Uh-huh. Where, you know, you get this percentage or whatever every sale. Put this on the box. It's a win-win. I don't gotta wreck my brain trying to do something I'm not good at. And you can move your product more. Right. So I mean, the collaboration piece. I think we have to get in so much more. Like we all feel like I mean, it's it's enough room for everyone to eat. That's what I always mm-hmm. like. Everybody so just, eat. Just find as many people as you possibly can. Pull your money together. Pull your ideas together. This is a great time to be a black business. Like everyone, yeah. constantly looking out to see. What black business does X, Y, Z? Because all these other companies is straight tripping. We've been doing mm-hmm. they tripping, but now we really see that they tripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like this is the perfect time to come out and do something. But just again, you gotta be professional and you have to offer value. Like that whole I forget what movie it was from, but they say build it and they will come. That that ain't the case, bro. If that was the case, there'd be no need for like you know social media and, and mm-hmm. Facebook ads and stuff. Right. Like you can't just build it. You have to give them some kind of value. Like I tell people, my job is going to prevent someone from ending up or sleeping with a stranger, essentially, like I said earlier. They're going to know who this person is before you really get down with them. And if you're already with them, you're going to learn more about them so you can assess the situation. So that's the right. value that I bring. Even that first date question, people say, what should I ask? I say, here you go. Look at something on Amazon. Bro, it's 120 questions. You're not going to get through all of them the first mm-hmm. day. Just yeah. spread over your first couple of dates. That's it. I take all the guesswork. I, I didn't get the guesswork for you. Yeah. Use me. Let me help you. you know right. So right. Help me help offer you. Value, be, yeah, be professional. Collaborate. Offer value. Those are the kind of things that we need to consistently do, uh, just as black business in particular, uh-huh. um, to make sure that we can push our narrative for us. Obviously, we, we all we got. I, I live by the right. motto like a lot of yeah. people. Like, we really don't need nobody else, bro. We can do everything mm-hmm. in house. Yeah, so let's we try can. to do that as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, and I know uh, just as far as businesses, I know uh, it's a lot of good things that come out of your own business as far as financially and uh, building connections or whatnot. But uh, just talk about things like generational wealth. Like, how big is that to you, and how do you plan on helping that grow in the future? Bro, when I when I first heard that phrase, I probably wasn't. I probably was twenty two. Mm. I was working at the library and I heard a man, he was speaking about stocks and bonds, stuff like that. He's like, I'm trying to do a generation of wealth. I was like, like, it sounds simple, like generation, all right, wealth has no generation. Like, what you, what you mean by that? And then he started going in on how the average black family were more so passing on debt than they were wealth. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm, you know, when, when I do go and it's my time to transition, I want to pass my kids businesses, yeah. pass them assets, things of that nature. So I hear that a lot from people like Dame Dash all the time. And that's just something that I think is super key because we start behind the eight ball on that on that aspect. When we do start with debt and not with the assets, as opposed to other people that already start with all this money, they can just play with like um, their parents invest for them when they were first born. Uh-huh. Like I told my brother, um, my niece when she was born, I had um, some mutual funds for her. I'm like, bro, when she gets 18, I'm giving her all this money. Now I got some stuff set up for my own kids when they do come along. As soon as they pop out the womb. We go into a brokerage, we open up some kind of account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just steady building, steady building. Like I'm worried. I'm not worried about myself, to be honest. I'm worried about the next two to three generations going forward. 
Mm-hmm. So I got to grind, do whatever I had to do. So they are set in a much better position where they can set up their next two or three generations. Like I, I want that, that household name, like again, a hustle for the last name. Mm-hmm. So that's like super important, but we're so, we're so selfish that sometimes we just want to get the back for ourselves. Yep. And right. If we, if we struggle crazy, we'd be like, oh, well, I struggled. I made it out fine. My kids don't struggle. Right. Why do you want your child to struggle? I get right. if you want them to learn a certain lesson, like how to how to move and how to act under pressure. I get that, but I'm not going to intentionally make things like super crazy where you down in the dirt. You know, when I when I can assist you, when I can assist you, you know. So that that's what I think on generation well. It's like one of the most important things. Most things we do not talk about because we don't like to talk about money for whatever reason. <laughs> and that's what I just stress so much. Whenever I go to these high schools and talk to them. I'm giving them some kind of lesson on this how you can make your three thousand grow into fifty thousand. Like just mess yeah. with the stock market. Like they going the stock market gonna make money regardless. We might as well yeah. get some of that too. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. use that to build upon it, you know, set your family up for success. Like, especially like as a man, that's our role protected provide. Like, I wanna uh-huh. show that example. Like this is what this is what we can do. Obviously, women do it as well. But I definitely wanted to put that into the young black boys. Like we had to do more protecting and providing for whatever and show that we can t- take care of the household if things are to fall fall on tough times. Right. So that that's just something that I stress extremely heavily. And piggybacking off of what you had said, how you didn't hear the term generational wealth until you were 22. Um, it's crazy because I don't think I've ever heard of generational wealth until I got to college as well. Um, and I think it's a great thing that right now you're um, pretty much you're educating the youth now because I know I didn't have that growing up where somebody was telling me about generational wealth. Um, I didn't think it was possible for black people to have generational wealth. So uh, just just talk about how it's it's a shift coming, of course. And now we're more aware of it. We're uh, learning to invest. Um, a lot of people are talking about investments and stuff like that, which is you we wouldn't hear that, you know, five to 10 years ago. Um, but just talk about the importance of having generational wealth in the black communities and how can we continue to make this a common thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I like that. We do need to make it a common thing, not like a, a one-on thing. Like we talk about the mm-hmm. black Wall Street, of course, in Tulsa, you know, one in uh, North Carolina, I believe. Like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be like a one kind of thing. That should mm-hmm. be every every state should have their own like legit black community where we have hospitals, mm-hmm. our schools, our grocery stores, our own banks. The four institutions needed for a true community. And if we don't continue to, if we don't start that right now, none of those institutions will ever be ours. So we'll always have to depend on somebody else to provide that for us. That's why I say like we can create everything that we need in our own true community where we control the resources, what's going in, what's going out. If we want to bring somebody else in, spend money with them, we can control all that. But we don't have anything coming from the next generation down. We're essentially like starting at scores, uh, yeah, point zero again. So that's why it's so important to start now and build for that next next two or three generations. Like again, not not just the next one because things can get a little sloppy. So I want to prepare. I want to over prepare. Right. Because they may mess up a little bit. I still got a little bit more for you to you know catch up with. So again, it's, it's just, I, I can't stress it enough, yo. Like, that's why any kid I meet, I don't care how old you are. Like, yo, you know about financial literacy? Like, do you know <laughs> stocks, bonds, investing, yeah. anything? Like, what you want to know? Like, ask me anything. I'm, I'm here yeah. for it. Let, let, let's go through this chart real quick. I'm going to show you how you can make this over the span of, you know, a couple, a lot of years. And that's another thing I want to point out. We, we want things right now. Again, this whole instant gratification. We just want the quick buck. That's not all the time how things work. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's a long, it's a marathon. It's a long-term game. So, Brandon, you can make money fast, but that don't always mean it's good money. 
Yeah. And so I, I want to stress the importance of, you know, compound interest and how that works and how when you're 65 years old, you'll see that account and it's like, it's millions. And you're like, wow. Like, yeah, I can play with this. I can spend money, but I have this much to pass on to the next generation. And who knows what they're going to do. Hopefully you groomed and trained them up so that they're going to think the same way. Like, dang, granddad did this for me. Uh -huh. Dad did this for me. I got to pass it on. I got to keep the tradition going on. That's how we end up with the big names, like the, the Henry Fords and the, yeah. the, the Warren Buffett's yeah. all the time. Be like, those are names that we, we all know. We may not know what they did to get it, but we know that name for a reason. We can all be household names, but we just have to put in the work right now financially and be disciplined enough to know this is not for me right now completely. But I got to set some aside for the next two or three generations to come. Right. That's real. Now, I know you started you started this whole game in 2018. Uh, it's 2020 now. Where where do you think where do you want this game to go, your business to go in the coming years? So, again, I, again, I want it to be a household name. So I'm trying to sell hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them. Um, I know before uh, Corona hit us, I was going to go around to a lot of restaurants and do like speed dating, you know, just have them ask the question. Uh -huh. I wanted to set up some kind of, how you say it, uh, communication form, because again, the game is focused on conversation. So I would like to have a lot of couples come in, we'll talk about dialogue and why we don't communicate properly or some things. Like some people, they'll listen to reply not to understand, or they just listen so they can retort. Or, um, uh -huh. They're just trying to win the argument. Like those are things that are kind of productive. So I'd like to have those kind of big meetings where we can all just talk about what are our personal problems and have like an expert or something. So we'll just share our solutions with each other. Like I get that you want to keep things in-house, your marriage is your marriage relationship or whatever. But sometimes you need outside help. Help. That's what therapists are yeah. for, which I'm yeah. glad we're getting into that more. Mm -hmm. You know, but sometimes you need outside help. So I do want to create some kind of um, program, you know, inside of a venue or whatever. It's not all completely mapped out, but it's going to get there, believe me. And we're all just going to have like a big conversation on how to have more productive conversation that leads to better results because it's not mm -hmm. just enough to to talk about things you got to understand and then move on that you know like i know my girl one time she was like like i'm tired of hearing sorry like mm -hmm. just just change the behavior and i'm like yeah. mm -hmm. gotcha like it, it clicked for whatever reason i don't know why i was a little slow on that like not getting it like mm -hmm. just just change the, that's the best apology is change behavior yeah mm -hmm. and so i think a lot of times the conversation is cool, but the understanding part and then the impl implementation of it. Impl yeah, I'm getting that wrong. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, implement it. Implement. Yeah, we're going to exit. So that's how that goes. Um, so that's the plan. Um, be in everyone's house. Be in the big box stores. Um, hopefully we get our own big box store. You know, black folk. You know, I put it in that store. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is as of right now. That's the whole game. But I'm sure I'll figure out some more that I want to do. And this will not be the only card game. I'm going to do other um, card games. Yeah. The next one I am going to do is a financial literacy card game, which nice. is definitely in the works right now. Because yes. obviously I, I talk so much about it. I got to make a game. Got to. Mm -hmm. Need that. I mean, it's important. As, as you know, with kids, I think just with adults too, like you want things that are fun. Like you mm -hmm. learn when you're in a relaxing environment, you're having fun. And with kids, they'll often say like, this is boring. So, yeah. and I get it. School was boring for me too. <laughs> but I had a couple of teachers and professors that made it fun and made it engaging. So I'm just trying to find a way to, to make it that, you know, mm -hmm. obviously this is a super important skill that we don't get until we are in college or after college. Like, I don't want to wait. I don't want my nephew to wait until he's 22 to know how to budget or know True. what the savings and checkings account is or whatever. And mm -hmm. you would not, not shy, but like a lot of people just don't get this. Some people have no knowledge of anything financial. 
until uh-huh. you just sit down and ask them. And I'd be like, how? How did you get through high school? Yeah. And you don't know a bank account check and saving? Like, we don't got that super basic, and it'd it be hurting my soul, bro. So, again, we just got to pour into them as much as possible. Even, mm-hmm. even we, we're in overtime right now, we got to go to double overtime. Yeah. Pour into them as much as possible. Like, I'm going to lose sleep pouring into them. Yeah. I got to, because if they're going to take care of me when I get older, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, those will be the ones on the front line doing stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what is in the future for a couple of years. It's crazy that you talk about that financial literacy thing and how people have learned it like so late in there. Like I'm 22. uh, And it's like when I was in high school and college, nobody talked about budgeting or finances. You had to actually take the class. So me, I had to learn it myself. Everybody's learning these things themselves. They're not teaching this type of these things that we need in the real world. Schools are not teaching us that now. It's crazy. And it's even more crazy to me. So PG County just implemented a new rule where the next school year, they're going to make it mandatory for financial literacy class. And I'm like, bro, how in the world did I get through all these years of school? And now it's mandatory. It was, right. I, I'm like, it didn't hit me like it was never mandatory. Right. I took a, a count, college um, accounting class, which I, I did pretty good. I ain't going to hold you. But like the <laughs> fact that that's the kind of stuff wasn't mandatory, like really hurts my soul now. So I'm like, I, yeah. I'm going to make it mandatory. Yeah. Like when I go to these schools, all y'all get this financial literacy game that I make. Yeah. Like that's gonna be the mandatory part of your class. You know, like I don't I hear all the time people say like my kid is six and seven, can tell you what an asset and a liability is. But I got a 25-year-old that probably never heard those words before. Uh-huh. Like that hurts my soul. Yeah. So it's like we, we just we gotta do better and don't shame anyone for not knowing. I'm never gonna change mm-hmm. like, you tell me you don't know something, cool, bro. I just found out about three years ago. Let me tell you what I know. Right. You all, yeah. more. We can do right. our Googles. Yeah, let's do our Googles. We can ask someone that knows more than us. Like, uh-huh. like, don't be afraid to not know. That's my only thing. And once you do know the information, I can hold you accountable for making a move on it. Yeah. That's nothing. Hold you accountable. Once they have the information, I'm going to hold you accountable because now you know what to do. Let's go do it. And you got to pass it on. Right. If you don't pass it on, like, you just, you just hold it up. That's real. That's real. That's real. Uh, Malik, do you have anything before we move into crunch time? Uh, no, nah, I'm good. No, I know what I got. Cop, I got to cop this game. No, I know that. For yeah, sure. no facts, <laughs> facts, especially that financial literacy. It's it's yeah, literally it's like the 21 questions on crack. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can go with. That. I'm, I'm cool with that. You can grab a couple of at coupleofgame.com, and when I make the financial literacy game, you know it'll be a different website, of course. But okay. you'll know it's from me, like. The way that the couple of game works, you'll see a little bit of that in the financial literacy game because, like, it's a standard. I know it works, like the way that the game is played. So the financial one's gonna be kind of similar. I'll see different questions, but you'll know what comes from me, though. I'm gonna make this a stable. I might create. I don't know how many games I'm gonna create, but like, yeah. my brain to be working sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm also on. a big believer like writing everything down. Like mm-hmm. I forget, like, I have a horrible memory, so I gotta write every <laughs> single thing down. I'll be I'll looking back at some stuff like I thought that. I'm like, I thought about that. That was good, James. I like that. You right. Can, you got to implement that later. Yeah. Get yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. You oh. did that. I used to not do that at all. Like, I yes. used to never get my life. I was never doing enough. But you got to just take time to be like, you know what? You sold five games this week. Last week, you ain't sell none. Pat yourself yeah. on the back. Bro. It's, pat yourself. It's it's small be, wins. Yeah, it is. Wins. It is. It is a small wins. And people have to remember, you have to trust the process because... Uh-huh. So many things. And I, again, just going back to social media, kind of just like we think, 
oh, we see these 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, you know, driving AMGs or, you know, got mm-hmm. Mercedes and, and uh, BMWs and all that good stuff and owning their own homes and stuff like that. But everyone's paths are different. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that good things, they start small, um, but it's just all about who you are as a person. And if you're going to keep it going, keep it going and keep pushing it, finding new ideas. And of course, getting yourself out there and just promoting your brand, because at the end of the day, you are your brand. So, right. yeah, lit. You yeah. Your brand. If it takes For sure. Five years, you gotta trust that price. Easier said mm-hmm. than done. It is. It is. Newer knows it as well. But like, you gotta be super, super disciplined and have that um, that community of people around you to let you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, you, know, you good? Yep. Can I can I help you with anything? You straight yeah. right, keep your head up. With the key, here number three. All right. 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 You last <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Yeah. That's yeah. Support. Yeah, yeah, super important. So James, we um we're gonna before we wrap up this show, um, we end off our episodes with uh crunch time, which is our hard hitting questions. Um we just kind of think at the top of the dome and just ask you some quick, cool, you know, funny questions. So uh I guess I'll go first because this was kind of on my mind. Do you believe that you can have more than one soulmate? Yo, did you hear my girl? She said, mmm. Experiences. Since it was on the spot, um, I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. Look, I told you to go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, you saying. <laughs> I don't have to get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. We're about to get you in trouble <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't, again, like, I don't think everyone, everyone's situation is different, like what they mm-hmm. feel. But in my soul, like I said, if, let's say I'm married with someone for 30 plus years or it's 20 years, you know, something happened and I go find someone else, like who is anyone else to tell me, like, nah, that danger or something? Like, you already had one, your time is up, bro. You can't be with nobody else. Like that's it. I'm like, nah. I feel this certain way for this person. Like, I don't, I don't believe in telling anyone how they should feel about something or someone. You feel how you feel. I can agree or disagree with it, but I ain't gonna tell you like that feeling like invalid. But I'm, I'm just gonna go and say, yeah, you can definitely have another one. Okay. But I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So let me think. All right. If it was one question in your in your car game. That Jada and Will could have used in their red table talk <laughs> to just make things better. Which card? Which card would you have gave them? You you said that, that they could or couldn't use. Could. That they could Matter of fact, let's do both. Bro, dog, they asked everything on that day. I, I don't <laughs> they they do, yo. I, I don't I really don't know if I had one that they could or or couldn't use for they they touch on a lot of things like obviously things that are similar to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that'll probably be something that I look to do in the next expansion pack, like kind of obviously research the red team. We talk a little more and see like where are they not hitting on? Like, right, what should I put into my next? Because again, I just kind of came on red team talk not too long ago. Like, yeah, I, I did watch red team talk for I don't, I don't know how long it's been out there. But I just found out about red team talk not too long ago. For Oh wow! So I haven't wow. done too much looking in the sea, but when I, that's when I saw, I'm like, "Yo, this young is popping!" Like, yeah, her whole family, what they got going yeah. on, this is genius. Yes, yes. Obviously, the whole August thing kind of threw stuff for a loop. It did. But, it yeah. Did. 
definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. that. I like that question, though, because now I'm going to do even more research to see, like, where do they not? Since this is the most popular relationship, open discussion kind of show on yeah. Facebook, like, where do they not? I'm going to find out where they not hitting on and mm-hmm. add that to the game, make my game even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, James, do you watch, uh, are you, like, a fan of, like, old 90s, early 2000s uh, black rom-coms or just uh, romantic movies or anything? No. At all. Nah, I, I'm not a romance person at all. Yo. I, okay, I, love, I got like, you. Thrillers, thrillers yeah, comedy. I, okay, okay, okay. All right, let me see. Are you okay? All right. Are you a fan of Eddie Murphy? Yeah, I like Eddie. Okay, okay. Just make sure. All right. Mm-hmm. So, three movies from him Coming to America, Nutty Professor, right. and. Hmm. Have you seen Boomerang? No, I haven't. I've seen it. I've seen the other two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Dr. Doolittle? All the series. You've seen all the series, Dr. Doolittle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Between those three, you can only watch one movie for the rest of your life. Which one would it be? I, I don't know why I want to say Dr. Doolittle because that's the first one I saw. And it was like <laughs> such a classic. Um, but I might say Coming to America. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do I really do enjoy that movie. Um, I just like how he impersonated my man's Eddie. Like he was the, the prince. Like that was just so dope to me. <laughs> like using certain right. identity to, to, to prop yourself. I thought that was so dope. Like, yo, so many people do that all the time. Watch. Yeah. Look, now my girl here, she's staring at me. Like that, but, but now she won't leave. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I probably say coming to America though. I, I need to mm-hmm. get back on my movies. Like we've been watching like, like Netflix, like everybody else. I need to get back watching the old classic ones. Because when I, well, at least when my brother tell me like when you watch these things as adults now, you see certain messaging that you don't uh-huh. catch as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. that's deep. I'm like, you know, I need to, I need to look at some of these things. So, you do. Yeah, you do. Like, that's be my homework for this. Yeah, work and all that good stuff. That's a good point. You know, yeah. Cause I know, like for me, like of course, the older I get, and I revisit some old movies I haven't watched in a long time. And uh, me and Malik, we kind of had a, you know, talk about this. And I was just telling about loving basketball, and I was like, I used to love that movie growing up because you know I play basketball. Talking about a female basketball player, uh-huh. she's in a relationship with another basketball player, and I just, you know, glorified it. But as the old, like right. the older I get. And I watch it again, and I'm like, oh, my God, Quincy was so trash. Like, <laughs> why are we even making a movie off of this? Because, yeah. I mean, he made her play for his heart. Like, for her, yeah, that's what I'm like, if I look outside my backyard, see them playing for each other's heart. Like, Facts. And, you, and you're engaged? Right. Yeah, nah. Quincy oh, was. Guys, we're engaged, like, and you play the girl for your heart. Hey, so get out. Like, you, nah. you can have no, yeah, Quincy was, yeah we, Quincy was very toxic. Yeah, that movie's too glorified. Oh my god, women yeah. love that movie. I'm like, y'all just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I All like right. it, but it's like as you, as you get older, you get how trash it is, though. Like, <laughs> used to love it. Used to love it. All right, but now let me see. All right, so I saw on your Instagram, uh, I know you had a screenshot of somebody showing support, saying, you know how you help their relationship and help them do all this stuff. Have you ever got somebody that has said like, Oh, you ruined my relationship. I hate this game. And how did that go? 
Oh my god! I, I don't get the you ruined it, but I do get dudes every now and then send me messages like, "Bro, I, I like your game, but it's caused me to be a little too open and it's not like knowing me." Like, like word for word, it'll be just like that because yeah, folk from DC, child, like all that good stuff. So I'll get those kind of messages, but no one has said they hate the game. But like I said, women buy the game. Like mm-hmm. overall, women are buying the game. So is if anything, any kind of hate messages or whatever is definitely from guys. And I'm like, bro, it's it's fun. Like I don't know what to. Tell you like I like it. I made it obviously, but nothing like too crazy. Like I want my money back or nothing. I ain't got no none of those kind of messages. Like overall, it's been nothing but support for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gotten a couple of those. Like bro, like these questions <laughs> kind of blowing me. Like, <laughs> like, I got messed like that earlier. One of my uh, frat brothers, um, he said, "Yeah, um, they call me Boosie because I play uh, bass guitar." Yeah, yeah, little Boosie, man. We, we got to put that game away, man. My wife trying to play it three days in a row. <laughs> like we done, we done, we done talked about all the questions. But she wants to see my answer going to change. Like, I ain't with all that. Like, I ain't going to change from day to day. <laughs> oh, again, my like, God. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious, though. I'm like, yo, can I use this video as, no. like, promo? <laughs> like, wow. I, I, That's I just, crazy. Funny. This is a funny wow. thing. But yeah. Overall, nothing but support, though. Nothing crazy. Dope, dope, That's dope. Mike, you got any more questions? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. James, where can we all follow you on social media? Where can we purchase Couple Up and anything else, any shout outs or anything you want to promote today? Mm-hmm. So um, you can grab the game at coupleupgame.com. You can follow me on Instagram at coupleupcarding. Um, and who do I want to thank? So many people. Where's my list? <laughs> Where's my list? <laughs> A list on a napkin. I I'm, I'm much, I'm getting way more into like cleaning. Like I'm not, I'm a, I'm a cleaner anyway, but like little spots around the house now like kind of irritating more now. So I'm always like, mm-hmm. like stuff down like kind Yeah. So anyway, I like to just thank my girlfriend, of course. Please go and play. Yeah. Like, hey, ever since that first question, that, she been, she been <laughs> like, you know, she been like right. her eyes on you, bro. <laughs> bro, but, I mean, she's a big reason why the game is what it is. At one point I wanted to drop it. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to think of 120 questions. Like the questions suck or whatever. One day she was like, "We're not going to sleep until we knock out 30." Wow. And I was like, "You can knock That's out 30." Love she it. She was like, "Nah, we gonna knock out 30." So we yeah, one of those. So definitely thank her for like parents, course friends, family, all that good stuff. I just think black black people in general because they don't want to rock with it. Like they make it what it black. is. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I think anyone that supports the game, um, again, coupleofgame.com, follow me at Couple of Card Game. We got a lot of great things on the way. Again, you got the standard game. We have a sex box as well. We're gonna tell you sex is important to these relationships. So you get the card game, you get the sex pack, you get some uh, handcuffs, you get the fuzzy blindfold. You got everything. Wow. Yeah, bro, we got everything. Wow. <laughs> you ain't playing no game. Bro, I remember one time someone um, ordered the game and they, they just got the um the sex pack. They didn't order the actual game with the die and the score pad and all that stuff. So I emailed them, they sure they got the order and all that. And I said, hey, by the way, um, did you want to order the actual game? Like, nah, I just want to get these sex questions on those. I'm like, oh, y'all just pressed for that. You ain't want to play the game the right way. Because look, you need the die to play the right way. Like, <laughs> oh the sex pack begins to go. I'm wow. cool with it. I made it for that. Like, yeah. it needs to be discussed. We, we assume that people want to do kind of sexual activities. Mm-hmm. Everybody into the same stuff. So, that's dope. Yeah. A lot of funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Well, James, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you, James. Uh, James, no, look, go uh, follow him, follow the couple up. 
go on the website and purchase this support black businesses this is a dope concept and i cannot wait to see your brand grow and you grow as an entrepreneur so thank you again for coming on and hanging with us at in the clutch pod uh before we head out follow us at in the clutch pod on twitter and instagram you can also listen to us on spotify apple music google podcast breaker all that good stuff we're available anywhere and of course we are available for watching on youtube i am mia sap and i am elite brown james thanks for hanging with us we are out that's episode 11 see you guys thank you